This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 443, Spending and Withdrawals During Early Retirement, a real-world example, part two, by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. And I'm Dan, your host, and this is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance. And this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Learning, the online learning platform with thousands of expert-led video tutorials to help you build your business, tech, and creative skills. LinkedIn Learning now features content from lynda.com, the leader in online learning for the past 20 years. For a free 30-day trial, visit linkedin.com slash finance and start achieving more today. Now, today's post is a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here, I would recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That would be episode 442. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two as we continue optimizing your life. Spending and Withdrawals During Early Retirement, A Real-World Example, Part 2, by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. My Experience with Early Retirement Spending From my personal experience, spending during retirement, especially early retirement, hasn't been level. There may be some baseline that you tend toward, like reverting to the mean, basically, but some years you spend a lot and some years you spend a little. I look at it as being similar to the stock market. Over the long run, stocks offer a 6.8% real return. That's their average. But average is not normal. Some years, stocks drop 20%. Other years, they're up 40%. But they're very rarely at or near 6.8%. And the same concept applies to spending in early retirement. I achieved financial independence in 2009 when I sold Get Rich Slowly. My income from the site was such that I would have achieved FI in 2011 without the sale. The sale accelerated the process. Since then, both my spending and income have fluctuated wildly each year. In 2010, for instance, I earned six figures. Yes, despite having sold the blog, but spent very little. I had no mortgage. Chris and I grew a lot of our own food. I worked from home. I hadn't yet succumbed to the travel bug. My high income continued for a few years, then dropped off sharply. I believe this is why I was audited by the IRS, although you never can be truly certain. For the past few years, I've been lucky to earn $20,000 in a year although I'm hopeful that I'll earn more now that I've repurchased Get Rich Slowly. Meanwhile, my spending has been, well, variable. During 2012, I didn't spend a lot. When Chris and I got divorced, I moved into a cheap apartment and didn't go out much. When I bought my condo in 2013, however, there were plenty of unplanned expenses. While Kim and I were on the road in the RV for 15 months, our spending was relatively low. But this year? This year, I've spent over $100,000. Fortunately, most of this spending is non-consumer in nature buying Get Rich Slowly, remodeling the house, but it's still spending. My experience with early retirement withdrawals. So that's how I spend my money in early retirement. But how do I actually get the cash to spend? How do I convert it from investment accounts to my checking account? That too tends to vary. In the early years, when I was still earning a lot of money, I didn't need to draw on my investment portfolio. My spending was funded by my income, just like it always had been. And I had money left over to add to my stash. After my income dried up, I had to change my approach. I had to start tapping my investment accounts. Until this year, I did that by taking lump sums. I try to maintain a balance in my checking account of between $10,000 and $20,000. That's my working capital, I guess. When my balance drops below $5,000, I look at my anticipated expenses for the next six to 12 months, then cash out one mutual fund or another. I also found that I had to redeem shares when I had big one-time expenses. Buying a condo, time to sell. Buying an RV, time to sell. Buying back Get Rich Slowly, time to sell. There's a huge downside to this approach, of course. Every time I sell shares from a mutual fund, I take a tax hit. Generally speaking, this tax hit is pretty low. 
the 15% long-term capital gains rate, but it still stings. Earlier this year, I decided I wanted to take a different approach in the future. Instead of making lump sum withdrawals, I wanted a steady, reliable source of income. I met with my investment advisor, and he and I restructured how my accounts work. Instead of reinvesting interest and dividends, my mutual funds now kick out money into a cash account. I haven't been using this new approach long enough, and this year has had two huge expenses, so I'm not sure what the actual implications are. My guess, based on the assumptions my planner and I made, is that my taxable investment account will supply around $15,000 per year. Combined with my income from other sources, this will be enough to cover day-to-day expenses, but I'll still have to cash out lump sums anytime I have a major unexpected expense. Because I don't want to take the lump sum approach, one of my medium-term financial goals is to build a balance in some sort of cash or cash-like account. I want for this to be my source of operational expenses. If things go well at Get Rich Slowly, my income from that site can serve as the funding source for the new account. So that's how I handle retirement withdrawals and expenses, but I'm just one guy, and a strange one at that. You just listened to part two of the post titled Spending and Withdrawals During Early Retirement, a real-world example by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. And this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Learning, now featuring lynda.com content. That's the leader in online learning for the past 20 years. LinkedIn Learning is for problem solvers, for go-getters, for people who want to make moves in their career. Maybe you want to visualize cash flows, learn about cryptocurrency, or master Excel. Everything you need to achieve more is on LinkedIn Learning. Whether you work in finance, run your own company, or just want to better manage your money, LinkedIn Learning is your Swiss army knife of applicable skills. They have courses on finance foundations, including business valuation, income taxes, and risk management, courses on running a profitable business and accounting foundations, plus weekly series on finance and accounting tips, as well as personal finance. LinkedIn Learning has courses for all experience levels, covering a wide range of business strategies, technical skills, creative techniques, and more. Now, I got to check out their finance courses covering different levels. One I'd recommend that I just mentioned is Finance Foundations because it's basically like an MBA course. It's amazing because you get to learn from industry experts who are passionate about the topic. Plus, you can use project files and quizzes to validate your learning and you can learn at your own pace. There are no hidden charges or upsells. Access all the courses you want all for one monthly price available worldwide. Learn from anywhere from your computer, tablet, or mobile device. We've got a special deal for you right now. You can get a free 30-day trial with LinkedIn Learning today by visiting linkedin.com slash finance. That's linkedin.com slash finance, all lowercase. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. And that should do it for today. Thank you so much for being here as always and listening each and every day. I will see you in the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. 
been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.